Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Blazer Victory Podcast. John Duncan here, and I'm joined, as always, with my co-host, Darian Smith. And guys, it is National Signing Day, well, early National Signing Day 2023. Uh, We are recording this at 8.27 p.m. Central Standard Time on December the 21st. So, Darian, as of now, (laughs) we have 14 guys signed. Uh, might be two on the way. I hope maybe one or heck, both of them, you know, uh, signed while we're, you know, recording this episode. But overall, I mean, you know, Trent Dilford the whole time has said fire breathers only. And buddy, I mean, these are 14 fire breathers for sure that we, that we have signed on paper right now. Yeah. Trent really came through with this class. Um, I believe we had, we have good quality players. I think that's where you start at. You want quality over quantity. But then just what what I'm so impressed by is when was he hired? Was it 19, like three weeks ago? Oh, yeah, just a couple weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, just a couple weeks ago he was hired. So to be able to, A, come in and recruit the guys that's already on the team, you know, everybody predicted this mass exodus mm-hmm. of talent. You know, all these guys we were going to have to replace. I look around, I don't see much leaving. You know, so that was already a win right there. He has, he has like the staff, the Bill Clark, Brian Vincent staff, they left, they left him with some good players on the team. So he came in and recruited those guys and then to be able to, See what guys that you want, you know, from from Vincent staff, getting with Tristan Henderson, who has been a godsend. Oh, yeah. Tristan's the man. And, and hey, and during that uh, media availability that uh, Trent Dilfer, you know, had with us, that's something that Steve asked. Like, what has Tristan, you know, meant to this recruiting staff? And Trent was like, he meant the world. Like, without Trent, uh, Tristan Henderson, like, <laughs> probably none of these guys signed. Like, he has been the real deal. So, yeah, shout out to Tristan Henderson for real. And and to me, that's got to be when when preparation meets opportunity. You know what I'm saying? And just seeing just seeing some of Differ's comments saying how he's going to be a part of his staff for a long time. This is this is a guy that he didn't know at all. And so I want to give Tristan his props just for being ready. And I was more impressed by just reading the article and you know listening to Trent saying he studied Trent's player profile, you know, so basically just seeing what type of guys he like and just kind of, all right, let, before he even get in here, let me show him that I've removed these guys from our profile. I've put these guys up here because your profile states that these are the type of players you want. That is so impressive. <laughs> that is so impressive. Yeah. I don't even, I don't know how, that's difficult to do, and to be able to pull that off, really impress, uh, really impressive in the way that he impressed Trent like that. I think we're seeing a guy ascend in coaching ranks. That's what we're going to see with Tristan. I think he's going to be a big time coach in the future. That's just impressive, man. Yeah, so one hundred percent agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So just to just for them to get together and to be to create a staff on the run and the staff have to recruit as soon as they 
It's like they they say, hey, welcome to Birmingham. Drop your bags. All right, let's get on the road. We're recruiting. <laughs> you know, so like the defensive line coach. Uh, was it Miguel? You talking about Miguel Patrick? Miguel Patrick. Mm-hmm. I did not know he was a coach at Cedar um, Cedar Grove High School in Atlanta. Hey, hey you do now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, he was able to bring some ballers on. We'll get to that, but just things, just details like that, man, it's just, um, it's really, really impressive how he was able to put it together and to get the quality of players, get them in on the visits. We barely had enough time. Get them in on, in on visits, get the staff together, talk to them, impress them, get them to commit. These are guys that, a lot of the guys anyway, had a lot of other offers, like a lot of top G5 offers, a lot of P5 offers. And we were able to get in there and battle it out. When I was at UAB, I mean, we didn't get too many of those guys. You know, but now it's just cool to see that not only can we get those guys, we got them on the fly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I want people to appreciate that, how we were able to, and we'll get, in, we'll get into the weeds of it, but I just think the general broad overview was important to, to like, point out how difficult it is to do this, but just to do it in such a short amount of time. It's impressive. Right. And and also, too, this is something Trent said uh, during the media uh, Zoom call he had today is that, you know, over the last couple weekends, they've had about 24 official uh, guys on campus visiting. And you look at what 14 now, hopefully 16 of those 24 have signed and committed to UAB like that is huge. Right. That is very huge. So that's a good percentage, man. It is, man. It is. It's like it just shows that if he if Trent and that coaching staff can get a guy on campus, it don't matter what. Like you just said, don't matter if they've got offers from, you know, Missouri, uh, BYU, you know, Mississippi State, wherever. If he can get you on campus and show you the facilities and tell you and show you what this, you know, what Trent's all about and what this staff's all about. Then hey, he he can be able to get some talent here on the south side. Uh guys, but before we get into just kind of discussing the 14 guys that UAB signed today and just some overall thoughts on how early signing day went for UAB, do we just have some business to take care of? If you are not subscribed to the Blazer Victory podcast right now and you're listening, go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button. Whether you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, wherever, Podbean, just go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button. And that just helps us grow because when you subscribe, you're more than likely not going to miss any future episodes. And it saves you some time for having to go and find it and download. They come straight to your device. So definitely do us a favor and go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button. And also, Darren... I think it's going to be pretty cold up here in Birmingham this weekend. Ha- haven't you heard that? Oh, pretty cold. Is it? Is it supposed to be snowing? Oh, it's going to be in the teens. I think the low oh, uh, Saturday or Sunday is supposed to get down to like six. But, oh, man, I'm so glad I've got a Blazer Victory uh, podcast hoodie that will help keep me warm through these uh, cold and uh, tough times. Yes. So, where, 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 can, where can I get a Blazer Victory hoodie? podcast hoodie from i i need to know because they look so cool but they also keep you so warm and 
and the product on it, the, the the show that is like showing off on the hoodie. I listen to that show all the time. Where can I get that hoodie from? Oh, buddy, I'm so glad you asked. You can go to www.storefrontier.com slash blazerpod. And I'll even put that link in the podcast description. So you don't even have to remember that. Just click that link below under the podcast and it'll take you right to where you can buy a hoodie or a t-shirt and just help support the Blazer Victory podcast. But also, Darian, this is a um a person that you know we've relied on definitely this year and last year, but for a while is a UAB athletics fan on Twitter. We just want to give him uh, him or her a shout out. Don't know who they are personally, but man, they kill it on uh, recruiting, uh, just inside, you know, info, just keeping track of everything. So guys, first of all, make sure you're following us, twitter.com slash blazerpod, follow the Blazer Victory podcast, but make sure to follow UAB Athletics Fan on Twitter. That's at UAB Athletics Fan, because they do, you know, they do such a great job, Darren. Like, I have to rely on them so much because... Let's face it, man. There's some other websites, and I don't want to mention them, but but let's be honest. They don't really, you know, schools like UAB, they just don't really give us the time of day. Uh, so shout out to UAB Athletics fan for just, you know, staying on, tra- on track of things and for just keeping Blazer Nation informed. Yeah, man. What I also like about, you know, the UAB, UAB Athletic Twitter page is how they um, have the details. They always have a nice detail. It's like they always first to break the news on who may be signing or they have a good idea. And they whoever they are, they're a good inside source. Mm-hmm. But it's like the details. I love the details that they have surrounding the commitment or the offer. Or it's just good caption. It's like good caption info that 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 gets you there. So I, I highly recommend following that page. We all I like I like the other page, UAB Prospects is a newer page. Yeah. They do a good job of keeping up with prospects and everything. And UA uh UAB Athletic Fan does a good job of just like inside source, real person, don't know who it is. But it's somebody on the inside, man. And they um uh, they get it first and they get it accurate. That's the that's the main thing. So shout out to them. Hey, bro, Jalen Ferguson is official. Yeah, I just saw that. Just signed. All right, so we got 15 now. We're just waiting on that one mystery guy from Florida. <laughs> yeah, the one mystery. <laughs> Whoever that be. Hey, it might be Hey, it might be Tim Tebow. He, he, he's coming back to uh, high school <laughs> football. <laughs> yeah, we shall see. No, yeah, we've got a couple ideas, and I know, you know, some of those accounts, you know, that we just mentioned, you know, UAB Prospects, UAB Athletic, and uh, they, they both uh, – have an idea of who it might be and hey if it's either one of them or you know what we talked about darren before we started recording if it's that guy man that'll be a game changer yeah that'll be really dope we're trying to just that's the reason why we're doing this late we're trying to make sure we get that last person we want to be able to talk about it but yeah let's hey let's be honest man it's past both our bedtimes you know both you and i work our real jobs super early in the morning you were a little earlier than me <laughs> so hey people are thinking like didn't you just say 827 is when you guys started yeah but this is late for us man. <laughs> yeah but i'm gonna be honest man i have insomnia like i i stay up and i just it's it's not good for me i need to get better i know i'm like a middle-aged 
guy. Now I'm a middle-aged man. Now I, I don't need to be staying up like that, but I, I do anyway because I got kids that be throwing fits and stuff. So <laughs> here uh, we yeah, are. I know the feeling, man. I know the feeling. And, and to be honest, I'd probably be up late looking at my phone too. Like, come on, man, just waiting for that uh, 16th person to to sign. Um. But before we um, get into just going over each of these signees individually, I just want to talk with you, Darren. Just just what are your just overall thoughts on the signing class? And and I know we, we can get into this, too, if we want. Um, I just want to get your overall thoughts on just rankings. Like, you know, you look at a recruiting site and, you know, wherever it has UAB, whatever. Um, but first, let's just talk about thoughts on the signing class. And you kind of alluded to it earlier. Um, this is a good class, guys. Um, like, you know, right now, 15, hopefully going to be 16 guys for the early signing day. Uh, this is something that, you know, Trent Dilfer and the media availability said that this is, uh, you know, in his opinion, one of the best classes UAB has ever signed. Um, now, in the context of things, like like Darren just mentioned, I mean, this guy has, Trent has only been here a couple weeks. And it's a testament to guys like Tristan Henderson and, um, some other guys on that recruiting staff, like they've been working their tails off these last couple of weeks, getting highly regarded talent onto the South side, getting them in the facilities. And like we just mentioned earlier, like they are nailing most of these guys, like they are getting most of these guys that they're bringing on campus, which is huge. Now, you know, sure. We lost out on a couple guys. I know the, you know, the quarterback, we lost to Auburn and, there was a guy that uh, it was a defense lineman that UCF came in seemed like last second and yeah um took him away. Andrew Rumpf was Rumpf was his name I believe I can't remember his name but I know that you know it, it kind of seemed like you, he was coming to UAB but it just seemed like that last night UCF swung in and swung pretty hard and they were able to land him but you know overall like other than those couple you know minor examples like. I tend to agree that I think this is a great class, especially for the early signing day, Darian. Um, you know, he he was able to Trent Dilfer was able to, you know, get some needs that this team really needed heading into the for the 2023 season. You look at big guys up front, both on the defensive line and the offensive line, because there's gonna be some guys that, you know, UAB is gonna have to replace. And uh you look at some skill wide receivers that we're going to get into, but Darren, what are your, just your overall thoughts on this uh, signing day for UAB? This was a, a really good class. Um, what I thought was interesting. If um, they're going to, a lot of times on like, if you go to 24 seven sports, of course, for UAB is going to take a while to get everybody to get all the right information. They got to get decommits and commits. They they're never up to date, so it, it it always takes time, especially dealing with UAB. We don't have that. We need to out. They need to figure out whoever UAB athletic fan is, and, and um, so they can have a dedicated person to it on like twenty four seven arrivals and stuff like that. And or you know, and I, I like on three too. I like I like that website. I'm gonna start using it a bit more. It seemed a little bit more up to date, at least for us anyway. Yeah. But um, yeah, if we can have a dedicated 24/7 sports beat writer, like a lot of schools have, man, that'll be awesome. Or a rivals beat writer, beat writer. So it's gonna take time for our composite rankings to really take hold. 
but I saw from um this US um the her USF account on on Twitter said per twenty four seven sports the average of people and if you if you look at the average which is the the quality of player that they have by rank is not because they do a composite score by quality and quantity so if you take our return class we had a whole bunch of players we were one of the top schools in the cusa that year in recruiting because we recruited like (laughs) i can't remember how many scholarship guys we had because we was trying to build a team but you know now like we only have you know, I think this one is kind of old, and so it doesn't even have everybody. So it probably has like twelve or thirteen other guys. But it, it has us tied for third in the ACC. I mean, in the AAC. Oh well, that's good. Hey, at eighty four seventy three, but behind SMU and UTSA. So that's important. That's like I, I want people to understand the quality. I also want people to understand like. We didn't lose guys in a portal that was so important. Now you get to supplement. So now you take mm-hmm. you take the last year's class that we had. A lot of those guys redshirted. You know the the car of fault Troys and guys like that that you we were, we were excited about landing, but we can't even really remember now because they 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 take their redshirt freshman year. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Taven Curry's and. All those type of guys. So now those guys are going to be, some of those guys are going to be expected to play. And, you know, I'm glad that they get their opportunity. They was, a lot of those guys had to sit behind your Noah Wilders and Tyler Taylors and all those type of guys. But now we get to supplement them with this class. This class is really good, you know, and we can, we can get into it with them uh, about this class. You want to just start from the first signing of the well, day? Well, yeah, before we do that, and uh, we, yeah, I would like to go and kind of order about how, you know, they came in as this morning, you're the first, and then we'll come up to, uh, you know, last where Ferguson just came in. But before we do that, I had one question uh, that I feel like we need to talk about because I've gotten some uh, texts and DMs uh, just kind of questioning why. Uh, there wasn't a quarterback signed and my response, you know, Darren, we talked about this earlier in the day. Um, I mean, I, I do think, you know, this staff trust, uh, you know, Dylan Hopkins and Jacob Zeno, like they have seen the upside for both of those guys. Um, so was there a real need to, you know, sign a quarterback in the early signing day period? I don't think there was. I mean, I guess it would be good to just have one just in case. And I know they went after the guy uh, they ended up going to Auburn. But, I mean, I just don't see, like, the urgency of getting one. So that that was my response to everybody. Like, I just don't, you know, I, th- I think the staff trusts uh, Dylan Hopkins and Jacob Zeno, you know, the guys they have in that quarterback room. Um and they've seen the upside to both of those guys. So I, I don't really see, you know, a reason to why, like, oh, my gosh, like, we have to sign a quarterback now. Like, you know, they could wait until next year. Um, I mean, Darren, what are, what are your thoughts on, on you know, not just not seeing a quarterback as one of those 15 guys? Um, I do think we need a quarterback because both of those guys are seniors. Um, 
I do like I. What I also want to say, I do like that trend is coming coming in. I want to see the competition open back up because I want I want to see what Damon Stewart can do. Um, I looked at a lot of his videos over the offseason. It looked like he became a lot more polished as a passer. So I don't just want to like. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised we didn't see him in some packages. Like right, he, he, yeah, like, I'm kind injuries. of shocked about that. Yeah, especially with injuries to dealing. You know, I think I thought maybe they could have. You know, did a little bit with here and here and there with them, but under a new coach, I think you can open it up a little bit more. And you know, the new coach would be open, the new staff would be open to see what what's on the team and evaluate it properly. You know, so um, I'm I'm cool. I'm down with seeing him and see what he can do. And I do the reason why I do think you need a quarterback because if I'm a QB and I see two senior. No redshirt senior, so they're not. They, this this will be their last year. Man, I, if I'm a big time freshman, if I'm a four star guy, I'm say, hey, I can come in redshirt, mm-hmm. and more than likely, you know, after after this year, that job is going to be mine to lose. Mm-hmm. And so I I got a free, I got a free time, I got a free time to come in there and just learn the system, no pressure on me, with some good veteran guys, and, and I can be ready and can have four years at the helm. So what I think the philosophy is behind that is, I think a lot of people forget about February. <laughs> you know, that's national that's that's national signing day right there on February. Mm-hmm. See, that's what we were accustomed to, too. Before they started this early signing day, like, <laughs> it was always just in February. But now here they've thrown this, which I, I, I'm not going to lie, Darren, I love early signing day. Um, because I I do think it helps you know the the group of five and you know schools like UAB to you know go ahead and get some guys committed and signed. Um, but yeah, it <laughs> it just kind of sucks to have it you know right before Christmas and during the bowl games and uh, you know like what we were accustomed to just waiting until February. Uh, so but but you but you bring you bring up a great point on uh you know how, how signing day was in February. Uh, so do you think that maybe they could? Have a guy in February, maybe? Or? Oh yes, I think I think you can be way more specific. You got to think like this is what Trent Dilfer does. He's a quarterback guy, you know, so yeah. he's going to be able to really appeal to guys. I think I think he did right. I really see the coaching philosophy because we we brought in a hell of a lot of playmakers on this with this recruiting class, and we have playmakers already on the team. Mm-hmm. So you got young playmakers. You got a good offensive line. You get, you bringing in guys. I think you do it do it that way. I think you say, okay, I need to make sure I get these guys in first. I need to get the meat and potatoes in. It's got, there's there's still a lot of unsigned quarterbacks out there. A lot of a lot of top flight, mm-hmm. you know, four star, five star quarterbacks. Some in the transfer portal. Some in high school. Some inside, some want to wait and see how it play out. There's a lot of guys out there left, guys. So I think you can be very specific in evaluating who you want. You can you can be picky because now it's not as much pressure. So you know you 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 filled out that roster. You you've addressed major major needs by not just getting quantity guys. You got quality guys in need areas. So now I can say, okay, all I need is really one quarterback. Mm-hmm. One quarterback, I can I can really focus. I can really be choosy, 
and you can land somebody, whether that's transfer portal or high school. So I would rather have like a high school guy. If it's a transfer portal guy, I'd rather be a young transfer portal guy with talent. Um, But yeah, so because they'll have that year to red shirt and just season up. And bam, they can be ready to roll in the system. No, they they'll be familiar with the city and be ready to roll. You know, so I think I think that's what the plan is, man. I'm I'm excited. I see the philosophy, and um, I'm good with it. No, you don't need to rush that quarterback. Very well said. And yeah, let's go ahead and jump into these 15 guys. And um, I guess we'll start. Uh, the first signee this morning was Everett Rusal or Rosal. I think it's Russo. Uh, he's uh, Russo Jr. He's a linebacker out of Ellenwood, Georgia. I mean, this guy is 6'2", 220, uh, out of Cedar Grove High School. You know, we mentioned earlier uh, Miguel Patrick, who's UAB's new defensive line coach, used to be the head coach at Cedar Grove. So this was one of those two guys that uh, Coach Patrick brought into the UAB program. And for those that don't know, I mean, this – uh, this guy chose UAB over Louisville, Arkansas, Mississippi State, and some others in Missouri. So, you know, he chose UAB over a bunch of, you know, SEC schools uh, and a, a couple ACC schools, UCF, who's going to be in the Big 12, uh, Virginia Tech. I mean, this is a highly talented guy that UAB is going to have at linebacker. And, you know, you look at the film, I mean, <laughs> it, I love it, you know, kind of watching his film, Darren, is that. You know, a couple of those highlights is him getting in there on special teams and blocking a couple punts. Like, you can tell, you know, he's really quick. He's got good ball skills. Um, so I, I really think that he's going to come in and make an impact kind of right away in that linebacker room, which, you know, UAB's losing some dudes in that linebacker room. So maybe he can come in kind of, you know, right away and make some type of impact for UAB. Yeah, man. So this is one of the guys I was really looking out for. I saw UAB athletic fans tweet that he took a visit or whatever and I started really looking out for him and I started thinking man like man if we can nail this dude because he just took a official visit to Louisville um on the 16th of December if I'm not mistaken or it probably was a week before I, I, I don't know if his plans changed but I saw him tweet that out and everything so he he was taking official visits to like p5 schools and stuff like that and they really wanted him but man, looking at I was so I was really hoping like man if we can pull this one off I thought it was one that we was gonna I was gonna you know have to sweat and see <laughs> and it, I was so relieved when I saw it was like the first guy to come I was like oh snap yes because <laughs> this dude first of all when you just look at him you know he's big he's a big linebacker like so he's a guy you know they had him list, listed at six two two fifteen he looked about two twenty five he looked bigger. Um, I liked his film, man. Let's just start there. Like, first, no, no, I'm gonna start at this school, Cedar Grove High School. Um, I believe that's Metro Atlanta area. They got some dogs over there. Man, they do. Yeah, they do. (laughs) I I started looking at his film, and I started looking at our other signee, um, uh, Ricky Lee. I started looking at his film. I'm like. Then I started looking at, you know, kind of going down that wormhole. I'm like, golly, how many players they got? Like, this program, <laughs> they got dudes with, like, full sleeve tattoos. <laughs> they, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, like, who, who is this team? And they uh, remind you, you ever, ever seen Friday Night Lights and that last team? Was that Dallas Carter? 
Oh yeah, uh-huh. that's that. They remind you of that team. I'm like Jesus Christ, ain't nothing but dogs all over. So just seeing that was like, okay, you already know you're in the right area, you know, around the right pedigree. And when I looked at his film to be that big, to be able to move side to side like that, like mm-hmm. so one thing I saw that we prioritized in the linebacking core was speed. We got, and we'll get into it, but we have a lot of speedy backers. And, and um, for him to be that size as a freshman, see, mm-hmm. as a freshman, and to be able to, I'm like, ooh, I love for our freshmen in the G5. Um, I love for them to come and sit a year. But like you said, if this guy mentally, if he can come in and learn the system, this dude can play right away. Like he can be a true freshman starter because he's already has he's physically he's already built up. He he has it already. Go look at his pictures. He's a stud looking guy, and he has the speed. And so this is going to be all about mentally. If he can, as a young freshman, can he come in and learn the system and adjust to the speed of the college game? If he can do that, he has a good shot of playing and getting rotation and being on the field. And real quick, too, Darren, before we move on, uh, I know you brought up Friday Night Lights. I just wanted to mention uh, real quick that for those that don't know, the TV show Friday Night Lights is a lot better than the movie Friday Night Lights. So really? if you have not caught the TV show, I don't think it's on <laughs> Netflix anymore. But, hey, for those that do know, Clear Heart, uh, clear Eyes, Full Heart, Can't Lose. Uh, do you, did you watch the TV show, Darren? No, I did not watch the TV oh, show. I, I was man. always the movie. I'm I the movie's good. Hey, the movie is good. Yeah, the movie's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, let's go ahead and uh, talk about this other stud uh, from uh, Cedar Grove High School. Uh, Ricky Lee, uh, you know, comes in, as I mentioned, from Cedar Grove, Elmwood, Georgia. Um, he comes in as an athlete. Uh, this is a guy that's uh, about 5'11", 170, 175 pounds. Um, I think, Darren, correct me if I'm wrong, but I could see them see him playing like DB or maybe mm-hmm. even safety or something like that. Um, but I mean, hey, this was a guy who also had some good offers. I mean, this is a guy who had offers from UConn, Colorado, uh, Duke, Arkansas State. I mean, this is a very talented guy that, you know, hey, shout out again to, uh, you know, Coach uh, Patrick, defensive line coach, uh, you know, who, who was at Cedar Grove for bringing Ricky Lee in, you know, as well to the south side. Uh, but what what kind of popped off to you? Uh, Darian about Ricky Lee like do you see him playing DB or like a cornerback or something oh yes I definitely see him there and what I saw was kind of like reminded me what we have in like Keandre Swopes mm-hmm. is is that that dog like so it's a couple things that you look for you're gonna you're gonna you'll look for the miserables in which we'll get into like Jalen Ferguson you know he has the miserables you look for that for that speed or something like that now he he has the speed, and you know he has like if you see him, he's well. I know he's only like one seventy, but he's well put together. But you also, for in DBs, you look for that competitiveness, that toughness, that man. So from him, all I saw was a dude that was gonna win. Like he seemed like he got that dog in him. I'm like, man, these are the type of this is the type of players you want. If, mm-hmm. Have you ever seen they they talked about this a lot with Alabama. This year, this the this the best way I can put it. Like Alabama seemed like they had all the measurables and all the glitz and glam and stars this year, but it seemed like they was missing an element of toughness. 
Mm-hmm. And they was like, man, back in the day, they they would show like some of those players that they had, you know, like uh, like the linebacker, uh, what's his name, Ruben, uh, Ruben Foster, yeah, Ruben Foster, and they had all those type of guys that was just like dogs and just nasty would mm-hmm. get after it, like Tony Mitchell, just and um, that that is what to me that's what Ricky Lee, that's what he embodies, that's what I saw, just like a dude that was. Just gonna compete a dog, somebody you want to see on the field that you want on your team, and uh, these are the type of dudes I used to love playing with. Like I just love playing <laughs> with you. They give you this type of confidence and that they just gonna make the play because they are just there. So I'm glad that we have them. I'm I'm glad that we got a connection to that school because I'm impressed with that school and the type of dogs they put out. So, um, he he could be a guy that could be a rotation. Um. They won too, because um, we lost some corners and stuff like that. So we shall see. Definitely. Well, the third guy that came in and signed is Connor Knight, defense alignment out of Hewitt Trustful. I mean, this was a guy, you know, that was committed uh, to South Florida, and then they made a coaching change, and he decided to, you know, stay in town and go on the south side with UAB. I mean, this guy, hey, we've all seen the film. 6'3", 275, inside, you know, a defensive tackle. You put him right over the center. Uh, Three-star. This is a guy that, you know, had offers. You know, Florida State. I mean, just a bunch of, like, South Florida, WKU, Houston, like, a bunch of uh, really good offers. And he chose to stay at home and go to UAB. I mean, and just watching his film, Darian, like, he – He's already super strong. <laughs> he yeah, seems to just kind of throw guys aside <laughs> and get to that running back or quarterback. Like, he's a stud, and I can't wait. I mean, he might be one of those that can come in right away, too, and, and uh, you know, con- contribute to the team. Yeah, he, he might be. We will see because I know, in the, you know, in the trenches, it's a little different. Yeah, yeah. First, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But – um. But that's that is the first thing. It's funny that you mentioned that. The first thing that I saw was like his strength. I started wondering, like, dang, how much does he bench? Right. Because the guys were like struggling to move him. And these ain't you hey, look, like these guys that he was throwing around. Like <laughs> he's one of those chronic guys. <laughs> yeah. So I was impressed. Like, man, this is dude is strong. Like, so I see potential like run stopper right off of the bat. I want to. I want to. What I'll be looking for. You know, with him, is like I want to see his uh, development as a pass rusher, just yeah. his complete game or whatever. But and I want to see him, you know, get bigger because he might end up just being that that run stopper, just clogging up, and he can move. Like he wasn't. I like the fact that he's not. He wasn't the run stopper to where the guy that just kind of, oh, I'm gonna stand your guy up and I'm gonna just create a pile. No, like you said, he. Shed, he used his hands well. He shed guys and he made the play. And um, I'm excited to see him grow. I'm glad that we were able to get him. Good, you know, good job by Emmanuel Waller. People like that, they, they really just recruited him. And uh, it's, a, it's a big get. And I think he's going to be a, a good blazer for, for time come, for the time come. Well, speaking of Emmanuel Waller. Um, he signed next, right after night. Defense alignment out of Oak Mountain. You know, we've talked about Waller. <laughs> it feels like a, a few episodes uh, these last few weeks. Um, but, I mean, 
three-star defensive lineman, 6'4", 240. Film, film-wise, gets off, off of his blocks really well. Really good coming off the edge. Uh, this is a guy, you know, was committed to BYU, but, you know, chose UAB over BYU, West Virginia, Georgia Tech, Marshall, Indiana, Mississippi State, a bunch of, again, another guy that chose UAB over a, a really good list of schools, a really good list of offers. But time and time again, Darren, I feel like we've, you've said this on Twitter, you've said this on the show, just an ambassador for UAB football. Like, him and Connor, you know, Waller has been almost the guy on Twitter helping recruit for UAB. Like, hey, come join me on the side. Hey, come on. Come on. You know, UAB, we're going to win championships. Like, hey, like he has been instrumental in, you know, getting some of these other guys to, you know, come to UAB. So, hey, major props to Waller. And, I mean, his film pops, too. So, I mean, overall, just, you know, really good, really good get for UAB. Yeah, he's a guy that I believe is going to be like a future cornerstone mm-hmm. um, because his ability to talk and his ability to lead, you can tell he really understands. He kind of just gets it all. So even when you go like football, football-wise, look at him play, he's a guy that knows how to play football. Like, mm-hmm. And so when Trent talked about him, he just talked about how versatile he can be or whatever. I was impressed when I first looked at this film when he first committed his hands, his activity, mm-hmm. his encounters for a high school guy. I'm sitting here like, dang, he's very skilled. He's either well coached or just took co- he just took the coaching that he got well because he he put he puts it all together. So when you have guys like that, you bring them in, it just rubs off on the other guys. Like a lot of guys that come in as projects, they just got speed and strength or measurables. Here's a guy to come in. It's like, no, I know how to play the game. I know how to mm-hmm. put counters on you. I know how to turn power to speed, or speed to power. I know, I know what I'm doing, and um, I know, the, I know how to play multiple positions. You can trust me to be in the right position because I understand scheme stuff like that is so so important. I don't think people really understand how mental the game of football is. So, I'm glad that we have him. And I'm, I just look forward to seeing his UAB career evolve as the years go. And no doubt. And, you know, before we move on to with uh, both of those guys, you know, uh, from the Birmingham area uh, committing to UAB, this is something that I that I asked Trent Dilfer uh, during the uh, the media time that he had today. And I just, you know, brought up both these guys as examples of, you know, recruiting local talent. And Trent Dilfer was, you know, very, very quick to say, yes, we will recruit locally you know, in the Birmingham area, but not just Birmingham, you know, Montgomery, Mobile, like they are making that an emphasis. But also what I really loved that after that, he said, look, we are going to bring in national guys to UAB. And like, he, he just says it so confidently. And like, I mean, <laughs> you see what he's able to do in just a couple weeks. So I, I'm really excited to see what Trent Dilfer does on the South side. Like he, if he can do this in a couple weeks and, um, you know, get 15 guys, 15 really talented guys, some of those uh, really talented local players, then I'm, Darren, I'm, I'm I'm getting really excited to see what he can do. Yeah, that confidence really, like, oozes through him, and it, mm-hmm. it's contagious, right? It's like, dang, you feel that confident? I feel confident, too. Exactly, you know, man. And I, and I think like, that's important. For sure. And, you know, and he talked about, you know, his recruiting. Like, he just – 
always what he said what's most important to him is just being transparent with the players being just honesty like he he really wants it to be kind of a trust relationship between him and the players and the players parents too so yeah so hats off to Trent Dilfer so far you know let's see how how it continues to go from here but Definitely like what I see so far. Um, but let's go ahead and move on to the next guy, uh, Eamon Smalls, a.k.a. Biggie Smalls, <laughs> defense mm-hmm. alignment uh, from Ladies Island, South Carolina. It's a big boy, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's a big boy, man. Uh, three-star defensive tackle. Uh, I think it's he's listed at 6'4", 330, 320. He, he's around that, but hey. Pick UAB over South Carolina, West Virginia, uh, Liberty, a bunch of schools, East Carolina. Um, he went to full year high school in Texas. But, I mean, this guy's a stud. Like, he, <laughs> he's he got the size, like, already to, you know, come in and make an impact uh, on that defensive front. Um, might, need to, might, need, might need to, you know, tune some things. But, man, like, this dude pops on film, like. I really like you. You don't get the nickname Biggie Smalls without doing something, <laughs> right? And I, what I want people to see is like the quality of guys that we have in the trenches. Yes, especially on that D line. Like these are guys that turn down P five offers, and they go and come in here as freshmen, and some going to redshirt. But the a lot of these guys are guys that's coming in. They already have size. Like this, come on now, this guy's huge coming in and he has some pop to his has some pop to his game that the strength the same strength that we acknowledge with um Connor Knight the same thing with Biggie and but his may be more size related to where I think I think Connor is more bench bench press type of strength I think Connor like um I think Big E I think his is more so his size and how he's able to lean so I can see him being a one tick or the one that's a guy over that nose guard. And I can see Connor probably being a three tick. If he stays at like 280, 275, I can see him being a three tick and just really learning how to get upfield, pass rush, but then learning how to run, run stop and be, you know, from that, from that place. So another great get in the trenches, another guy, just quality, man. Just real. I, I, I keep coming back to that word quality, but uh, we we are yet to see. I don't want to butcher his name, Coach, <laughs> defensive coordinator. <laughs> oh come on, man! I, we we rehearsed <laughs> it like ten times last episode. <laughs> yeah, we uh, really practiced it, but now I just went blank, and I feel like I'm a butcher's name if I say it. I will. I refuse to do it. But you can tell, yeah. But you can tell, like he's getting his. Or you can tell what he's going after. Like he knows how important it is to have those guys up front, to have those guys for the trenches, like you just said. Like, he, you could already tell kind of his philosophy. Yes, and I'm excited because we bring back Michael Fairbanks. Mm-hmm. We bring back Fish McWilliams. We bring back Drew Tuazama, who was really coming on and becoming a stud. You know, we, we bring back Kevin Penn. Um, and then guys that redshirted like Joker, Joker Gill, mm-hmm. you know, so we, you know, I love just having that firepower already there. Now we're supplementing them with some good quality players, quality guys that turn down top G5 and P5 offers. No doubt. 
Uh, the next guy that signed uh, was offensive lineman, so it's important to get you know some of these guys because we are losing a few guys uh, from this year's offensive line that have been instrumental to you know getting that UAB uh, ground game going with Dwayne McBride and uh, Jermaine Brown. But Jalen Nettles, offensive lineman from Northwest Community College, uh, Mississippi, uh, 6'5", 320, probably going to play offensive tackle. Um, but I didn't get to watch much film on him, I believe. Um, but, hey, that, just looking at the size, Darren, I mean, 6'5", 320, like, that's a good size uh, offensive tackle. Yeah, so I when I saw Trent's comments about – Jalen Nettles being a plug-and-play starter. I'm like, well, let me see what this dude's talking about. Because if you, if you look on the team, you know, we have Trey Budoski, mm-hmm. you know. We have guys like Quiz Yates, who, are, who I was excited about. Um, I want people to remember the guys that we had. I was excited that we signed Quiz Yates. And this Richie. really good. Yeah. yeah, Richie, he plays guard, but Eli Richie, Tater Reed, who was hurt. But he was a good get. I remember we signed um oh, I can't think of the guy's name. He was from like Hewitt Trustville out of um it was a it was a, a office alignment we got on the flip last year and he flipped to us. And off the top of my head, I can't think of his name, but he played tackle also. So we have talent here, and Trey Badowski has game experience. We're gonna now it's gonna be two tackle positions open. So I was, I was like, man, let me see what he's talking about, man. I mean, Jalen, but I was really, really impressed by Jalen Nettles' film. I didn't understand why he didn't have a lot of other big offers because that's the first thing you think about. It's like, oh, it's a depth, a depth field. You know, Juco, mm-hmm. he didn't have many offers. We we needed some depth. No, this guy can play. Like, I don't, I don't understand how recruiting works sometimes because I put it this way: we had Leon Bell. He was a tackle that was signed, that was committed here. Um, him and, you know, I think it was a Wallace number, But, you know, they decommitted it when Coach Vincent was replaced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leon Bell was unranked when, when when he was committed to us. But then after afterwards, he was starting to get a lot of offers. And now I believe he ended up signing with Mississippi State. And I looked, and he they got him almost a four-star. Mm-hmm. I was like, how does that work? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How does that work? Because when I looked at when we had him, he wasn't even ranked. But now all of a sudden, he's such a good pickup for Mississippi State. How does this work? So <sighs> when I look at um, Jalen Nettles' film, and no slight, I'm not a scout. I'm not a pro scout. I did play offensive line. I think I know something about the position. When I look at Jalen Nettles' film, I came away more impressed. You know, now Leon Bell was 6'8", so I guess that had something to do with it was his height. But Jalen Nettles is a 6'4", and he's 340. Like, And the guy can move. And what I was really impressed by is, like, his intangibles, his footwork. Like, it was not sloppy. He played. He had the correct posture. I was just – I was surprised by how well he can move, man, and just how technical sound he was. And um, I'm like, oh, he really is. He was pancaking guys. Like, go back and look at this film. You're going to be like, oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> it was pancaking guys. It's it, it was a certain level of mobility that I felt like we didn't have at that position this year. And he had that, and he had the dog. And what I was really impressed by a lot of times in the film, before the 
you know, before the play really started, you see him pointing and showing the tight ends, like, all right, we got this guy. He knew exactly where he was going to go. And I don't, I cannot tell you on the offensive line how important it is for an offensive lineman to know what he's going to do. I played with guys that had all the physical traits, but mentally the game would, they would overwhelm them. Just and they too fast. Help. Yeah, yeah, it was going too fast for them. And those intent, all the all of those measurables that you have, it doesn't matter in that moment because you can't play fast because you're thinking. So now all of a sudden, this guy then got he done got to your shoulder. It's over with. Yeah, you yeah you 350 pounds, six seven, but you don't know what to do. So now you're second guessing yourself. I saw him move so sure. Like, he knew exactly where he was going. He was getting on his guys. He was pancaking them. He, I was like, man, well, maybe he's awful in pass setting or something. <laughs> he, I saw pass setting. He was passing fine. He was technically sound. His head had good stance. He wasn't sloppy, and he couldn't move. I don't, I don't understand why this guy didn't have P5 offers. I'm going to go back and look at the huddle film. But I I came away like, oh, damn, this was a steal. <laughs> this was really a steal. So props out to Tristan Henderson and Coach Dilfern, all those guys. I think I think that Jalen Nettleson, it was a real uh, diamond in the rough. Love to hear that. Love to hear that. I'm going to have to go back and watch that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got I, me excited, man. <laughs> I came away really excited. Like, oh, this is like a upgrade from what, you know, what we had. So nice. I, I'm, I'm pretty pretty excited nice well uh moving to the defensive side of the ball james smire linebacker from columbus georgia uh, went to central phoenix high school uh this is a guy that actually transferred uh from marshall he played at marshall uh last year uh 6'3 220 uh he was a three-star uh coming out of high school at central phoenix uh i feel like this uh, i feel like smire is going to be more of a uh kind of like an outside linebacker maybe mm-hmm. edge rusher maybe uh, just outside linebacker uh, but Darren, what what pops off to you about Smar? Missile. Like so, if you if you look at him already, he's like well put together. Like he lifts weights a lot. You know what I'm saying? He's like, oh, this is a five percent body fat type of guy, or whatever. But how does that you know muscles? How does that transfer to the field? Man, I know. I remember um, Ruben Foster earlier. This this was kind of like. What what that remind you of? Just a missile. So when I saw his film, I'm like, oh snap! <laughs> this speed. The first thing I think about, like, and I think we're prioritizing. But he's one of those guys that's coming to make contact. So I don't know how he is in coverage. It wasn't much to that. It was a lot of head hunting out there. And, I, and, that, and that's what get, it gets me excited. I think he's he's going to be a guy. I wouldn't be surprised if he fights for a starting position, if he really gets um, with coach and he understands the system because um, he has the speed and he's going to lay you down. All I really, that's what I'm really looking for in the linebacker, especially outside linebackers, just to have the speed because most of the time they can keep up with a running back if they got the speed. And, but like you want them to fly backside, boom, lay something down. And he was doing that. <laughs> Like all all over his film, so I think we have a missile. I love guys like that that, that play with that mentality. So and also too, you know, going into side. a league like like the AAC where they like the, a lot of teams like to air it out and spread it around. Like you want somebody that's quick that can right. you know can cover and get out real quick. So yeah, I, I agree with that. 
Yes, yes. Um, I'm excited about that sign, and I think it's, I just see these little toys. Not, I don't mean to call the kids toys, but no, I'm, no, they for, don't, for yeah. the defensive coordinator, these yeah. pieces that he has to just play with and put in different positions. And I think it's impressive how they, because linebacker was a major need, and um, I think it's impressive the guys they they got to fill in those needs. Man, it's just. I think we're going to see a lot of flying around. Well, speaking of flying around, hey, it's enough talking about those linebackers and uh, those linemen on the defensive side and offensive uh, line. But, hey, what about those wide receivers, man? How about UAB (laughs) signing Malachi Holt Bennett, wide receiver out of Fairfield, transfer from Indiana? Yes, I know UAB fans. UAB originally had him before he went to Indiana. but hey, got him now. I mean, 6'3, 188. You know, you, you, you lose a guy like Trace Shropshire, like Darren, you can't not be excited about Bennett to see what Malachi Bennett can do out there for UAB. Yeah, I remember us being so excited when we almost had him coming out of high school. <laughs> and because his film, his film coming out of what Fairfield was just so impressive, just tall. Um, when I went back and I looked at his film, just to, you know, refreshing up on it, I saw a guy that's just like, I'm thinking about those those games, those uh, 2021 UTSA games. I'm like, man, we could have we used a guy like Malachi just in those moments. He just seemed to make catches in tight spaces, mm-hmm. and then he can, he can make a play with the ball in his hands, but he has a large catch radius. He has sure hands. He has hops, like he can get up there. He's athletic, and he just seems like he just seems like a receiver. I, I don't know what to tell you. Like he just seems like a guy that you want to feel in crucial situations, and he's just somebody you seem you want on your side. And he made a lot of a lot of catches in in uh, congested areas, and I'm like, bro, we we can really really use him, like. <laughs> He, we can put him out there, and um, it was so many games that was tight. It felt like, you know, where I felt like in this offense with Brian Vincent, like if we went running the ball, what were we going to do? Who, who were we going to go to for real to, you know? I mean, yeah, we went to Trey a lot, but a lot of times Trey was like a deep ball. Or I'm talking about a guy that was going to put a route on and make a contested one-on-one catch against the other number one cornerback. You know, like an in route, something, you know, something like that. And I just feel like we really got our guy. And also, I mean, he played last year, you know, for our, this past year for Indiana, had six catches for 90 yards. Um, so, I mean, this is a guy that played at the Big Ten level. So, definitely excited to, and he caught a touchdown pass in 2021, uh, I, I believe. Uh, so, definitely excited to get uh, Malachi Holt Bennett over to UAB. And, yeah, you know, and I room. think. I, and I think he'll come over as a, a sophomore if if one year is a red shirt. So he's going to be young. He's going to be able to hopefully play three years in this in this program. So that's why I really think this was a really, really good pickup. Definitely. Uh, well, another wide receiver that UAB got uh, from the JUCO ranks, uh, B.J. Hawkins from Navarro. Uh, this is a guy that had 28 catches for 586 yards and four TDs uh, this past season for Navarro. Uh, this is a guy that also can return kicks, um, and he actually returned one for a TD on his huddle film. Um, so 
a really talented JUCO wide receiver. Uh, Darian, anything else pop off to you for B.J. Hawkins? Um, I just, yeah, I was just looking at Trent Differ. His, um, <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. He says, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, it says coming to, coming tomorrow to UAB football. Freak alert. So it must be the. Oh, now he's going to hold it to tomorrow? Man, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's okay. That's okay. So, hey, so so when you guys listen to this, uh, what's tomorrow? Thursday? Yeah, so evidently we just missed the, uh, the 16th guy, but oh well. Dang. Dang. <laughs> oh, it makes you like, oh. but see, if we would have waited to record, oh, they're just going to have to listen to us talk. Uh, if we would have waited to record till Thursday, like evening, like it would have went out late Thursday night or Friday morning and folks are already traveling for the holiday. Like, I just don't. Yeah, don't man. Hey, but more important. Hey, follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash blazer pod. We got all the scoop. Oh, hey, Darren, give give everybody your personal handle because I feel like we don't give out our personal handles much. Oh, um, oh yes. My personal handle is at day, T-H-E-Y, dread, D-R-E-A-D, 75, because I used to have dreads and they, you know, they used to fear me, number 75. So I just kept, I've kept the same Twitter, Twitter handle for the longest and since I played. And Mr. John Duncan, would you mind giving them your handle? Yeah, my personal account is uh, at John C. Duncan. So definitely give us both a follow, but make sure definitely you're following the Blazer Victory podcast uh, and give our personal accounts a follow. And I'm sure you will be seeing us talk about that on our Twitter accounts, who that 16th uh, mystery person is. Uh, but but Darren, you know, BJ Hawkins, just another good wide receiver. UA begin, you know, he's coming from Juco, so he's already got a couple years experience. You know, so another another playmaker with a uh, good speed, a yes. uh, good route runner. Um, I just think he's just going to be another guy. He's going to I think he's going to be a rotation guy. We're going to be able to put out there and um, probably more than likely, probably in a slot. Yeah. And um, I think he's going to be able to game break. It. I think he's going to be able to get his opportunities. He's, he he kind of remind you of like a TJ Jones. So I think mm-hmm. he's going to be able to like get his opportunities when he can. And I think he's going to do his thing with him Um, because he's such a loaded room. Hey, no doubt. No doubt. Um, Well, the next guy that came in, Jamarcus Jones, defensive back from Mississippi Gulf Coast, also from the JUCO. Uh, This guy's 6'5", 220. He actually, you know, are my notes correct where he played linebacker as well? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's like an outside linebacker. Yeah, he was more of an outside linebacker. That's right. And, hey. My notes from his film is that this man can lay the wood. Like he was knocking some guys out. <laughs> he so this is another. This is what I mean. You can tell what what coach is going for here. Um, another guy that's he now he's long and rangy. So you, yeah, you know he's going to be outside backer. But another guy with speed. I believe he used to be a former receiver, gain weight, and I believe he became a linebacker. Um, he was a flip. I think he was committed to UTEP. We was able to flip him. Um, just like you said, a guy that that can get you down, a guy with speed. So I expect our defense to have guys that's running all over the place, getting to the ball and gang tackling. But if you know, if one of our outside backers get there, they're gonna they're gonna lay down. And with his range, I'm pretty sure we're gonna walk him, um, send him on blitzes, walk him up on the outside. You know, in 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 certain um, third down packages, 
and let him use his speed and let him use his length. So I, I already I see the vision, man. I, I like what we're going for. Visions of maybe Alex Wright? No, so when I think of Alex Wright, he was like a Drew to his armor. Yeah. He was like power rushing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when I think of how can I how can I put Maybe him? like a Kyle Harrell using that speed to get around the edge. Yeah, but yeah. it's so but at the same time, Kyle Harrell was barely six foot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's not so. Good. So with him, he's long. He's like a uh, the baby. He's the he's a <laughs> he's a Alex Wright Kyle Harrell baby. You know, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> like I, an infusion I, of the two. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, so it's gonna it's, he's as long and he's not as big as Drew or as Alex. Or it's not as speedy and compact, but he's just a mixture of the two, and he can. And so it brings a certain um, versatility, and I think that's kind of what we're going for: is the versatility to kind of move in different spots on different sub packages on defense, and, and just utilize them the correct way. And uh, for you guys listening, we are at an hour, um, so we want to appreciate you guys listening to us. We've just got five more guys that Darian and I want to talk about. Uh, that next guy being. A local guy, Darian, Amari Thomas, uh, wide receiver out of Pinson Valley High School. I mean, this is a guy, 5'10", 180, uh, chose UAB over Virginia, Arkansas State, Army, and Alabama State. I mean, this was a good get for UAB. Another, uh, Hey, another good get for that wide receiver uh, room. So, hey, this wide receiver room for UAB is about to get a whole lot better. Yeah, like this is this is another guy, right? Just another playmaker. I'm glad we were able to keep him. It was he was another dude I was really looking forward to. Um, like man, just hoping, hoping, hoping. Like man, can we can we keep him? So he remind me he reminds me a lot. It's funny because we brought him in at the same time, but Jackie Williams. Oh, I remember Jackie Williams. Yeah. Jackie Williams. He was like. He was a stud as a freshman. And Jackie Williams came in with JJ. And we'll we'll get into JJ later too. But this is what this reminds me of. He reminds me of Jackie Williams so much because he has the he has the breakaway speed, but he has the body control mm-hmm. and he has the playmaking ability. So he can get up and make plays and but then when he get the ball, he can put a move and he can break out. Just seemed like a complete receiver, seems very confident in himself. And that's what Jackie was like. And Jackie produced as a true freshman. I played with Jackie. He produced as a true freshman. And he, he got all freshman honors in a way much tougher USA when I played. So, yeah, um, I'm really excited about this one. Um, Pinson Valley guy. And we was able to, you know, keep keep a local guy home. And I think he's going to be a star. I think so, too. And this next guy, Darren, we've talked about before as well, uh, Chris Bracey, uh, safety from uh, out of Mobile, out of St. Paul's Episcopal, um, three-star defensive back, um, you know, played safety, as I just mentioned, chose UAB over Kentucky. I mean, and you look at his film, my goodness, how many interceptions did he have in his uh, no, highlights? <laughs> he had a lot of them. I was like, golly, I see a lot of picks, man. I wouldn't, I, I couldn't even count, but he, he reminds me of Grayson Cash. Yes, he does. That's what he reminds me. Just a good football player. It's hard to like put a. It's it's kind of hard to like really say what it is that these guys have because he was at safety. He was a safety, 
and they just have a knack for the ball. And I hate saying it without saying how they have the knack for the ball. But it's but true. Just, like, like they always find a way to be where the ball is. Like they just it's just an instinct. I don't I don't know how else you explain it. <laughs> yes, yeah, like, you know, and we're gonna get into it, but when you see like Jalen Ferguson, you see the length and speed. When you see like uh Ricky Lee, you see the toughness, you see the the pedigree, you know, you just see the confidence. But then when I looked at Chris, you know, looking at Bracey, I just see him making plays. Like it, it, it ain't like none of the other stuff. It's just like, oh, he's at the right spot. Oh, it's a, it's a turnover. Oh, look who's right there breaking up the pass. Like how did he get there? It ain't like he got good speed, but it ain't top end. You, you know, he got good athleticism, but it ain't top end. But how is he making the plays every time? Just put him on the field, then. Oh, he ain't make plays. You know what I'm saying? He, he just has it. He just got it. So it's like a great, it's like a Grayson Cash clone to me. Definitely. Hey, you know, this is a guy, too, that's been committed to UAB for a long time as well. Like, I, I, I was that like, going back to summer, I think, that he's been committed. Uh, kind of. Yeah, he had so, a lot of good offers, too. He did. Um, well, next guy, we've got one more uh, for our offensive line. Alfonso Leomitti uh, out of California, 6'4", played a lot of right guard uh, and, and, and he played tackle, too. Um, but. I do know that uh, Trent Dilfer uh, mentioned that he's probably going to, uh, you know, try to mold him into just just being a guard, uh, you know, at some point at his UAB career. But excited to get him, um, you know, get another, hey, talented body in that offensive line room. Um, so definitely excited to see what he might bring eventually to UAB. Yeah, I think he's a, I think he's more of a project higher ceiling yeah. guy. I mm-hmm. can see, I, I can see the tools, but he needs to be coached up some. And he comes he comes in with ideal size for a freshman. And mm-hmm. I think he comes from a good pedigree of a high school out there. So um I'm excited. I see the vision. It's like some of these picks, I you know, you know some of these pickups, you see the vision with him. And and I really see the vision with him. I see the motor, I see the desire to want to, I see the measurables. And I just see I just see things in coaching. And then I think when he gets in the weight room, he's he's gonna get more solid. And everything you come in as a freshman on the offensive line, it's very rare that you'll come in and start. Um, so or even play. So I think he'll come in red shirt, and I'll be excited to see him after his red shirt year. No doubt. We've just got two more signees to go over. And hey, Darren, we mentioned, you know, you mentioned JJ Nelson earlier. Uh, you and I were talking um, earlier in the day uh, about how this guy reminded both of us of J.J. Nelson, Cameron Shanks, wide receiver out of Prattville. Whew. Have you seen yes. anybody as fast as this guy on film? Like, golly, no. this guy's quick. No, I don't I don't think nobody on this current team Mm-mm. would be close to him at speed. Mm-mm. I don't think so at all. Um, the dude, the speed pops out. And you know what else makes me excited about him is like he's another guy that uh he really shined at the Mississippi Alabama game I believe yes, he did he did and those those are like the top guys in the state mm-hmm. in most states are there so if you shine there that's really saying something he was a Liberty commit was able to flip him he had a lot of good offers as well he could have arguably was like the best playmaker in the state this year he was a surprise like he wasn't on our radar and he was just like bam oh yeah we got Cam Shanks. Like, oh, wait, I didn't know this was the guy that we were – I didn't know it was like that. Man. Mm-hmm. But then I looked – I said, man, let me check out this film because 
see what he got going. I was like, ooh. Yeah, <laughs> like, and that's against like Hoover High. Like there's some really good teams he went up against at Preble, and, so. and he is running past angles. Yeah. Like these, these dudes got angles on them and he just meow. Just go right past them. <laughs> yeah. So when you text me with the JJ comparison, I say, ah, I can see it. Now I played with JJ and it's hard to it's hard to really, you know, let people know like how his speed was, like to just really tell you about it you just have to see it so a lot of times i try to shy away from that comparison but looking at this film i'm like yeah i see you. <laughs> and he can return kicks too so <laughs> yes yes i i think i think if anything if he does if he doesn't register his first year he's definitely going to be the return man oh definitely yeah. it ain't it shouldn't even be a question no doubt. Yeah, get him back there uh, on kickoffs with uh, Jermaine Brown. But, yeah, on punt returns, yeah, just let him do it. Yeah. But definitely excited to get Shanks on on board to UAB. Um, and you mentioned some of those offers. I mean, you know, coming from Prattville, you know, he had an offer from Troy, which is nearby. <laughs> like, it's – I mean, yeah, it's – it's this is a great pickup for UAB. Other offers included uh, Tulane, you know, Liberty, like Darren just mentioned, Southern Miss. Uh, but, again, really good pickup for UAB. Uh, one final signee of the 15, at least December 21st at 9:35, is Jalen Ferguson. And you know, this was a guy that, you know, we were also really excited to get. Um, Darren, you know, an athlete, probably going to be at that corner spot. But you mentioned earlier, I mean, you know, he, he's got the length already, he's got the speed as well. Like, this is a guy that can really be special for UAB and you know we were talking earlier you know you look at uh, some of those promos that they cut uh, on Twitter for when he signed with UAB uh, you know some of those announcers were saying like this guy can play pretty much anywhere on the field like he's that talented uh, yeah Darren, so aren't, aren't you excited about getting Ferguson yes I'm, I'm excited I think it's another guy that that the staff was able to see and they saw the miserables. I, so I think that's what really stood out. He has really good, he has really good body control as well. I saw on the pick and he can, he can feel an alley, but I think, you know, one guy, now, now the one guy was re- really making some high, high comparisons. He, he said, Richard Sherman, he said, I, saw, I heard that. I was like, Ooh, man. I'm like, whoa, 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 buddy. You know what I'm saying? Let's slow down. Yeah. But I can see what he was going for if you're talking about prototype because you're talking about measurables, you're talking about height. This guy's about six four playing corner. Right. If you come on now, you can't find that often. You know what I'm saying? So I think if you if you got like a tight end or something, you know, a big six seven guy or a big receiver, you can easily go throw a guy like Jalen on. You you you're not gonna find too many six four corners. That's just not rare. So you think, oh, 6'4", he must be slow. No, he's a track guy. <laughs> you know, he's a blazer, like, pun intended. He's a blazer. And um, he can run. He can really run. So I can I can see where they was coming from with those with those comparisons. I, this is a pure, like, I felt like a miserable. Hey, man, you don't get too many of these guys. So whatever we need to teach him, we're going to coach him up type of sign <laughs> like we can we can do it he has he has good ball skills and everything we a coach the risk just just give him here because i ain't gonna be able to find that nowhere else six four guy that can really run that had this has enough twitch in his hips to, to play man-to-man corner oh uh, yeah yeah give me that guy and um we we're we gonna make him into something special we're gonna make him into that richard sherman that kelly rinko that we talked mm-hmm. about so 
I'm excited to see if they're going to be able to complete that mission of making him into that type of player. He has the potential. He has the ceiling. I don't know where his floor is at, but he has a high ceiling. No doubt. And, well, Darren, that's all 15 guys uh, that were announced today on December 21st. Uh, Fire breathers only, man. I I love these 15 guys. Um, I know we're going to get a 16th tomorrow. um, And we'll get some more in February. I believe the UAB official account just tweeted out uh, February 5th is uh, signing day, I believe. And that's 205. Yeah, February 5th. So 205 (laughs) day, the area code for Birmingham. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. I'm I'm excited, you know, seeing Trent different tweet, you know, that little minions, you know, uh, emoji saying freak alert coming tomorrow. (laughs) Yes. So we're going to see if we get like a game breaker. Like we got – we signed six receivers. Yes. You if that that's letting you know, like, so we got six receivers with Samario Rudolph, with Fred Ferrier, with Tajan Palmer, TJ Jones, all these type of guys that we got on the team already. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Like, I'm super excited. So, um, freak alert. I'm so curious to that make me think that it's not a lineman. Like, yeah, I don't think I think it's got to be a skill. It's, it's got to be a skill, guys. So I'm thinking either – I think we're going to wait to February to get a quarterback. That's That's got me thinking, like, is this another playmaker? Is this a big-time playmaker? Um, Maybe. I don't know because I think we're going to wait to February. I, I can see us signing, like, a quarterback and a running back, mm-hmm. you know, in, in February. We probably, just, you know, get a get a running back out of out of the portal, Um, you know, and get try to get a stud quarterback. And probably really just try to get more offensive linemen. Um, I think we did really good at DB. I can see us getting one or two more DBs, maybe a Juco guy, because we lo- we losing CD Daniels and we losing Starlin Thomas. Yeah. We're losing Devordrick Bynum. Um, so we're losing a lot of depth there. Uh, I think we have a lot of guys that was already on the team. I'm I'm happy that um, you know we'll get D Mac back healthy and then we will have. Kobe Dempsey is going to definitely be a starter. I'm happy about that. Yes. Yes. Um, so I think hey, re- real quick be- correction. I said February 5th is signing day. So fe- fe- February 1st, Wednesday, February 1st is national signing day in February. That's what we all know, know is the original signing day in February. It's Wednesday, February 1st, but UAB is holding an event Sunday on February 5th where Dilfer's going to talk to the public. Um, on, on Sunday, February 5th. So that will be 205 day. So I just wanted to correct that really quick. Okay. Yeah. Good, good correction. But yeah, I can see us feeling just a quarterback, just a running back, uh, maybe a couple of offensive linemen and DBs uh, during that time, even though we already kind of, I think we probably need to hit our lines just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I think, I think we can be choosy. I, I really like what we did. I, re, I, I really like how we address. We talking about addressing needs. We Sheesh. like we went after them like linebacker, receiver. Come on. We we've got playmakers and we have D linemen. Like we got. We, hey, we good. You know, and we 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 I think I see the philosophy really, really well. And, and I'm I'm proud of how Trent was able to pull this off trying to get a staff together, trying to relocate to a new city, trying to learn this program and 
make a awkward situation really, really a smooth like transition trying to recruit the guys on the team. That's a lot of stuff to do. It is, man. Major props to Trent Dilfer. Like he's, I mean, yeah, pe- people don't realize <laughs> what all he had to do coming in, and you know, kind of the the doubt people were throwing his way, and you know, I mean that. You know, that's coming from everywhere. That that was not just fans, by the way. That's from in all directions. So major props to him coming in early signing day, signing 15 guys, hopefully 16 uh, tomorrow. Um, still got February to get some more dudes in. So, hey, fire breathers only. I love that hashtag. <laughs> yeah, I do, too. And I, I also think it's impressive that we actually got the guy signed. Um, yes. I know a lot, of, a lot of years prior. You get the commitment. Like, but <laughs> Yeah, we have like. 19 commitments, 13 signees. It used to drive me nuts, <laughs> you know, but you know, like we got mostly, we got them all signed, you know, so mm-hmm. um, I'm happy. I'm just excited about tomorrow and ready to see this, this, this stud player. I I think we even got the UAB football account in on it. It says coach differ size 15 players and isn't done yet with the eyes. <laughs> like, <don't do> this <laughs> <to> us. <laughs> nice. Oh, because it's, hey, was it 9.45, man? It's past my bedtime. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's time to go to sleep, man. Let, yeah, let's go here. We done, we done gave them good content for today. Yes. Hey, so what are we at? An hour 17. So if you've stuck with us through this whole hour and 17 minutes, thank you so much uh, for listening to the Blazer Victory podcast. We'll be back next week uh, to, you know, start to really, really dive into some basketball. I know we've got some basketball-only people that have been dying for some more basketball content. We hear you. We will deliver it next week. Big game uh, Thursday night. Well, if you're listening to it Thursday, tonight against uh, UAB opens up Conference USA play against Charlotte, a really good Charlotte team. So hopefully they can take care of business on the hardwood and Bartow uh, Thursday night. And we'll be back next week to recap that game and get you ready for the next couple of games in Bartow. But before we go, Darren and I just wanted to thank, thank all of our Blazer Victory podcast listeners. Um, for you know, listening to us, sharing us with others, and we also just want to just wish you a merry wish you guys a merry Christmas, happy holidays. Whether you're traveling in the freezing cold to get to wherever you need to go, just be safe. But we really appreciate all that you know for for today. Hey, hanging in for almost an hour twenty with us breaking down National Signing Day for UAB. We would not be doing this if it weren't for you loyal listeners. So we. Greatly appreciate you guys and just hope that you all have a happy holidays and a Merry Christmas. Yeah, man, just um, safe travels. Yes. Be safe and let me know if you're traveling in snow, make sure you got the right tires on your car. You know how we are in the South if we get snow. Oh, man, everybody freaks out. Yeah, please drive carefully. Please drive carefully. Oh, man. We we love you guys, man. We really do. And this is a family. We we know a lot of you guys. So we just want to see you guys be safe and have a happy holidays. That's all. No doubt. Well, Darren, you want to close this out, buddy? Yes, sir. Blazer Nation, let's go to sleep. Let's ride. (laughs) Let's ride.